Alrighty, sportsgasm fans. What we've got coming up is probably the first of hopefully not too many, but we'll see how it goes. Uh, uh, quarantine edition of the sportsgasm pod. Uh, it's the first time we've had Shay and Vince and myself all on the same pod chatting away, which is super fun. It was a it was a really fun pod to be a part of, this, despite the uh, time we're living in as we're recording it. But um, yeah, it's a, it is a bit of a free will as we kind of talk about what's happened over the last couple of weeks, and then just. Uh, just enjoy having a couple of beers via the uh, social distancing method of FaceTime. So um, yeah, it's a, we talk about everything from um, the, the whether when all the leagues shut down to what we think might happen uh, going forward as far as sports goes, and then of course our thoughts on the the greater scheme of things as well. Um, so yeah, a good one. Uh, we highly recommend having your social isolation beer cracked and enjoy one with us. And yeah, uh, yeah. You know, crack it. Oh, don't you love that sound? Let's just get into it. Back here with Vince and Shay on the line. A first time for that happening. Um, battling through the technical issues of it, but both of them can hear me at least. So uh, that's the main <laughs> thing. And hear each other as well. So that's the main thing. So yeah. g'day to Vince that and helps. Shay. <laughs> hello, hello. Rio. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys have alcohol with you? Yes. I do. Good. <laughs> I got some, some Crux Bubble Wrap IPA. <laughs> Miller High Life USA. <laughs> You know, that's why I was facing one. Champagne when was... of beer. <laughs> <laughs> the champagne of quarantine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's funny. I remember, like, I was facing with Andrea this morning. She was watching Mighty Ducks 2. And when that scene, when they're all announcing where they're from, and just the way Shay said, Miller High Life, USA, just sounded like <laughs> Charlie Conway, Minneapolis, Minnesota. <laughs> where the rooster's caught and the, the sky's blue or whatever. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's where I'm originally from. And we drink Miller High Life there. <laughs> Oh, it's when the roosters crow and the cows are spinning in the pasture. Yeah, that's it. I, I literally heard it through Andrea's feed this morning, so that's why I remember it. Otherwise, I wouldn't remember that, but yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, that's impressive. <laughs> I have watched it enough, but the last few times I watched it, I think I watched it with Sam a couple months ago, and we were just incredibly drunk at like 1 a.m., and we're like, we're going to watch D2. Um, I completely believe that story. <laughs> yep, that sounds perfectly accurate. Yeah, well, he and was Emilio was right there with you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, right, he was actually. I was caught up with him on Saturday night, and it was about two a.m. when he said, "I haven't watched Game of Thrones," and the same thing happened where I went and grabbed my Blu-rays and said, "We're watching the Battle of the Bastards right now." No context. You're just getting thrown in the deep. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I tried to do like a quick catch up, but he was like, "Yeah, I just want to see what it's like." And I was like, "Well, this is the best episode to kind of just get you to be fascinated with that show because it was unreal." Yeah. <laughs> It sounds like quarantine stories, but this is actually just before any of that stuff has happened. But yeah, we're, um, I guess we can start off this pod by talking about where, so Vince, you and me are the last ones that actually potted, and that was a couple of weeks ago, and that was like the first episode we'd even brought up this pandemic that's now like crippled the world down, and we were just talking about hypotheticals of what would happen, because at that stage it was just Italy in lockdown, and we're just thinking about where it's going to go, and then it just exponentially increased over the, the last 
two weeks basically i think it was what two weeks ago the nba got shut down and then everything's just gone um that was kind of the catalyst it felt for the world to really go oh um, that was actually just a week ago you're, yeah, kid, you're kidding say, it feels like two weeks but, but just one so far unfortunately yeah, last okay. wednesday night uh well that's kind of like those tweets that were dropping like saying wow today's been a hell of a year um yeah, <laughs> yeah i genuinely exactly. thought it was two weeks ago um that's yeah so a lot's happened <laughs> clearly yeah, I mean, um, at, at that point, we were talking about games without fans, and mm-hmm. oh, how much I wish we could go back to that idea, because, yeah. uh, and at the time, that sounded horrible, everyone, you know, even, like, LeBron was like, oh, I, I won't play in front of no fans, <laughs> this and that, which was asinine, in my opinion, even though I like the guy, but, I, I agree. Uh, you yeah. know, I would love to go back to, to that situation where we had games, and with, without fans, and obviously, we can't, and, and for good reason, but, um, yeah, a week, only a week, like you said, even though it feels longer, only a week without sports and miss it dearly. That's that's for sure. And and I think it all has gone past our wildest thoughts at the time. So it's crazy how much things can change in two weeks or a week and a half since we last spoke. Yeah, yeah. And Shay, um, yeah, your situation over there is, um, well, so just personally, it's it's in, it's interesting for you too, because Vince, you're, you already work from home. So this is like the worst nightmare for you because basically you're, your your week is your week is kind of inverted to most people where you work from home and you go out on the weekends whereas people like shay probably work during the week and stay home on weekends (laughs) well uh i work on the weekends friday through sunday yeah but like i work from home saturday and sundays usually and go up to bristol on fridays but i was like it was supposed to be ncaa tournament time so i was going to be there even more than like i was there on thursday and Mm. um the day when they canceled all the tournaments, even when they were in action. So that was kind of weird. And then they just like reached out Friday and were like, do not even come close to here. So, <laughs> so now I'm just working from home. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. So at least, you know, Vince has a, a wife. I have my bobbleheads. So uh, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's getting weird here. <laughs> You should start like a video yeah, diary. At least they hold good conversation, I hope, right? <laughs> they always nod. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, so. Smartest man in the room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, what's it like in Australia? I, I know you guys are a few days behind us on numbers and just even, you know, reacting kind of like we were a few days, well, like a week behind Italy. Yeah, um, Australia's situation is really weirdly interesting that they're um, they're doing this thing now. But they're, they're trying to keep the country running, which um, is a gamble. Good idea. Yeah, it's a gamble, though, because like, as we've seen over there, you, uh, the slow reaction. Um, but to the pandemic, which was um, a certain commander-in-chief's fault, who um, we all know. Uh, but yeah, just a general lack of action. Uh resulted in it getting worse than it probably could have been if it was attacked sooner the australian government's kind of is attacking it pretty well but then that it's like gatherings of 100 or more are banned so we're uh, my the family business we're having to work through that because we can get 100 more or more yeah. inside so we're having to work out how we're going to control that this weekend if there's a hundred people that are coming out which we people are still going out and stuff here so um but they went here. It's ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> the schools are still fully open here. Um, and the, the big government line is that schools need to stay open because it'll probably get worse if they don't. Um, 
yeah, I'm not exactly sure if that's true. I, I, like I said, I think it feels like a bit of a gamble at the moment because if it, if it comes out the other side okay, then the government will be praised for their response. Um, and if it goes the other way, then they'll be criticised. I'm I'm in the middle. I'm criticising them a bit because I think they're. It's just the messaging to different areas, depending on what your job and work is, is weird because you know you can't. We can't go to the football, but they're still playing football. Um, but then the the NBL, like our local basketball league, their championship got uh, cancelled midway through the championship um, rounds. Um, so it's just the mixed messaging from and the soccer's been postponed. I think um, just different things going on. I'm just. Yeah, Matt's cricket getting cancelled. Um, they're going about to start Brutal. Yeah, and cricket's like the most self-isolating sport out there. You just stand on your own for 40 overs <laughs> in the field and then you're batting on your own. Like I'd, The only thing you got to stop is your handshakes. So, <laughs> Whereas, you know, footy's going ahead. But like amateur footy is stopped, but the, you know, prof- professional league's going ahead, which I, I'm not exactly sure on the wisdom of it, but I'm going to be, be watching round one opening tonight because I love footy. So, and it'll be nice to see some live sport. Right. But yeah, Australia's in this little position where, um, yeah, as I said before, it'll be it's a bit of a gamble stage at the moment as to how it goes because if it does explode from here and get worse, then um, then we didn't do the right thing. But the diff thing with Australia being like, you know, the population is just, you know, it's 24 million here versus 340 in America now, whatever it is. So the maybe the contact just the the chance for it exploding is less here because there's less less population I guess but per capita it's it's steady at the moment I guess as well like as far as if you're going to compare the percentage of population it's not nearly as bad uh, but again a bit of a gam- gamble stage at the moment we could just be a couple of weeks behind where the US is or it might be okay so I am not happy at work because I just worry you know you wonder who's going to walk through the door and have it um, it's at that stage now right. but. Yeah, um, yeah. I'll, I'll keep working until I'm told not to because, you know, it's up to the government to give us the instruction because that's, that's what government's there for in these stages is to listen to the people and 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 enact action that's going to protect the people. And, yeah, they, they, I understand that um, regardless of your politics, um, I think the government over here is at least their messaging is a bit better. Like um, Trump, Trump's... Uh, I, said <laughs> I was going to say, I said the <laughs> commander-in-chief who won't be named and then five minutes later... I was like, yeah, fuck it. Um, his, now he's his, completely lying about it. Yeah, he's like, I always knew, I always, always knew it was a pandemic when there's literally the receipts that he said it was a hoax. So it's, uh, it's, it's really that. Luckily, our government has always been on the forefront of saying this is, you know, you've got to be serious about this. So I don't blame, I, even though they're not my side of politics, I'm not going to blame them for their response because I think it's one of those things that as long as you're acknowledging what it is and doing what, like, it just changes daily. So it's unfortunate. Um, you know the government in America, unfortunately, didn't uh, didn't acknowledge it um, at first, and then and, and it's bitten them on the bum. But here here it's at least being acknowledged, <laughs> and they just it's just a bit of a yeah, it is a bit of a gamble at the moment, unfortunately. And I just don't know where it's going to go. That was a very polite way to put that. Bit them in the bum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't. Heard, I, I would got... have some stronger words for how our our leader has uh, has has handled this thing, but yeah. That's not necessarily what we're here to, to talk about. So I'll, I'll digress, I guess. But No, but I um, will say, and we talk about this on the pod a lot, <laughs> um, <laughs> that racism of any kind is not cool and yeah. should never be accepted. And calling this the Chinese virus is, like, that's not a political issue. That's just straight-up racism. Yeah. And racism yeah. isn't isn't subjective. <laughs> it's racism. Yeah. So, and that, you know, the biggest problem with him doing this is, I mean, there's, there's many layers to that onion, but right. it's just, it's just him. It's just reverting back to all he knows and all he can do. 
and then and his his people eat this shit up and now believe every word that comes out of his mouth and sitting here you know being a part of it in this country it's just it can't be more frustrating to watch and how embarrassing for him to stand up there and, and say things like that and representing all of us whether you know he doesn't represent all of us i know but to the world he does and, and he sure just, does it's, it's such a depressing and like frustrating uh thing to read or see every day while all this is going on he's still peddling his bullshit and still using his <laughs> rhetoric to be you know a human pile of shit if you will yeah, <laughs> yeah it's it's just like how like Let's try to survive a pandemic altogether, and then let's just throw some casual racism from our government on top of it every single day, and then them doubling down on it every single day. So it's like, how can we make this situation worse than we already have? So yeah. I know yeah. you want to come over here, David. I don't blame you, but uh, <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm very much hoping that when I come over there, it'll be uh, different days as far as the uh, the officers leading the nation goes. Um, but yeah, it's absolutely. Yeah, it's, that's the unfortunate thing is uh, it's, it's and it's really funny with his messaging through Twitter is like there'll be a tweet calling for unification and and putting aside differences, and then four hours later it'll be attacking Sleepy Joe or or calling it the China virus, and it's just it's like yeah. It's not. It's not. So I think I tweeted. It's not surprising at all that he's used ze that xenophobic rhetoric. But it was um, yep. incredibly shocking to see at the same time. So yeah, that's um, the other unfortunate thing that it's yeah, you know looking looking forward from this uh, even outside of sports is just uh, the way to get through whatever the you know ramifications of this after the pandemic is under control and getting finished as we all hope it is. In the next few months, however long it takes, is that we're all going to have to. The economic ramifications are going to come after that, and we're all going to have to be very understanding and caring for each other to get through that as best as we can. And and yeah, the, it doesn't make you comfortable when the the president's uh, tweeting messages like that and um, acting in the way they are. As far as the <laughs> weirdly we are in the presidential, well, the the primary race at the moment, but heading towards elections as well, and who knows what's going to happen there as well. Uh, I'd hope it doesn't get delayed, but I'm sure Trump would be pushing for it um, because he has said that he would li love to stay there for 20 years like Stalin. So He's not living 20 years. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to get us on some watch list or something, but I mean, let's be real. <laughs> like, that's a long time for an obese person. So. <laughs> Uh, All right, let's lot, talk about sports. A lot guys. of self tanner there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's got to be chemical. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of self tanner, Tom Brady's not going to need any where he's headed. Am I right? Give me a radio show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we got to go there. Um, yeah. So that's fun. Well, we're going through the worst time in history as a pandemic, and then suddenly us Patriots fans have to deal with that our Lord and Savior leaving. So. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't believe in God anyway, but I still do. I definitely don't now. <laughs> yeah, does he? Is he like? Did he fall to to hell like Lucifer to you? To you guys, both Patriots fans. No, I said I'm buying a Bucks jersey like the minute they go right. on sale. <laughs> I mean, they're pretty dope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, look, we all. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I'll let you go first. Go ahead, David. No, I just I think you know. <laughs> It's one of those things where it's an end of an era, an incredible era that you didn't want to see end, but 
the writing's been on the wall for a bit now. You know, even go back, even though they found success in the meantime, there's there's been a strained relationship there for a few years now. It felt like at least a couple of years, um, and it it seemed pretty obvious that that Bill Belichick at least wanted to move on, um, and it just you you could just feel it coming. I think so. I can, I can't say that I was surprised. Or even disappointed, you know, it, it's some, everything, everything good has to end. And I think, I don't know. I think the Patriots will be fine without him. As long, you know, they got Bill Belichick there and quarterback will be an interesting situation for them next year, of course. And, and they had other holes to fill. That was very clear too. So they already have some work cut out for them without, without Brady leaving. But, um, you know, with Bill Belichick there, I think, I think Patriot fans should be, feeling okay or you know feeling like the sky isn't falling it's going to be really interesting to me what 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 brady does down there um definitely upgrading his wide receiver core that's that goes there's no doubt about that Mm -hmm. um and he's on a pretty good roster that i think minus 30 interceptions or whatever last year maybe have would have been a playoff team um are they ready to contend right now you know i i don't know i don't know that he's that piece exactly that's going to push them over the edge as weird as that is to say maybe the greatest quarterback of all time i'm not sure that he's he's exactly going to push them over that edge so should be interesting that's for sure yeah i mean i'm not sure where his his body's like last year was a bit um obviously the patriots problems went totally just uh brady but you know the wide receiver injuries and and just the general lack of talent in in the offense um towards the end of the season they just didn't seem to have answers for um or options really for him um and when you're at 40 43 i think he is now it's uh obviously his his room to make magic happen on his own is just getting is getting less and less so he does need the weapons around him um so i think i said after the last two super bowls of one i would have been happy for him retiring after either one luckily they didn't after the atlanta one because we got one more and I just, I think, and but I'm saying that from a fan's perspective, he's the one of the greatest competitors we've seen in any sport ever. Just as far as his tenacity to keep going year after year, I mean, it's just amazing that he's doing this at this age still. And um, the fact that he's, you know, he's the oldest winning Super Bowl quarterback player, I think, would think. Um, but um, yeah, from the Patriots fan standpoint, it is just we've been. I think we've talked about this probably a couple of years ago on this pod at some point that. When was this going to come to an end? Because with the Belichick and Bra- Belichick's um, want to move on to another project, I think as far as developing a new another quarterback to keep going there is has not been is not news to anyone. Um, and the fact that I think Bill and Tom had the ultimate professional relationship, and they both respect each other. Probably, um, you know, that relationship will go down in history as one of the greatest in sports. Uh, but whether they we're going over and drinking a bottle of wine together. I don't think that was happening either. So, you know, it's, it's a nice, it's a nice professional into, I'm kind of glad that, you know, beyond the, um, the meatheads on Twitter wanting to give Patriots fans crap. It's been a quite an amicable, amicable parting. Um, hopefully we don't find out that there was like shouting matches and punches thrown afterwards or something like that. But, you know, um, beyond that, it's been, it's amicable. Um, he's had 20 years here and won six Super Bowls. I say here as I'm sitting in South Australia. Um, yeah. <laughs> It's in your heart, David. It's in your heart. <laughs> uh, but you know, it's you know, we couldn't have asked for we couldn't have asked for more, really. You know, uh, the three at the start of his career was un unfathomable, especially when you look at the Patriots where they come from as a franchise. Like they were they were the laughing stock beforehand, and now they're the most hated franchise because of how good they've been. So the the 
the swing, yeah. the swing in fortunes, and which is all down to both Bel- Belichick first, um, but then um, just somehow providing, even if they didn't, like I said, not sharing a bottle of wine, they had a magic relationship as far as just how how hard each one of them worked, even if they were different people, that their work ethics were perfectly matched. Um, so, you know, we couldn't have asked for more. And I, I'm genuinely, I'll, I'll be watching Bucks games um, and rooting, for oh, the, yeah. rooting for them because I really, I love Tom Brady and what he's done and what he's been to, meant to me as a sports fan. So it'll be just fun to watch him. Um, it'll be really interesting just as a sports fan, even if you're not a Patriots or a, Bucks fan, but if you're a genuine fan of sports and have and enjoy the intrigue of sports, to see how he goes down there, and, and as well as seeing how Bill Belichick goes now without him. So I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you guys a question because you guys wrapped that up uh, more than I ever could. Obviously, as <laughs> Patriots fans, um, I've rooted against him, so I don't want to say anything to diminish the niceness that you guys just put on all of that. Uh, That's a change. But <laughs> if it was uh, Tampa Bay versus New England in the Super Bowl. So, who are you guys rooting for? Go Pats. All right. Yeah, I'm I'm, Pat, I'm a Pats fan. Like, uh, you know, I'm... Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like, I, I love LeBron and wanting to win championships, but if it was like Lakers, Lakers uh, versus Blazers in the conference finals, I'd be like calling LeBron a pussy-ass bitch as he flops on the floor. Because I'd, <laughs> I'd immediately be, you know, you, I, I'm... You know, I think we've talked about this as far as how the old school versus new school fans go, and you know, a lot of a lot of people these days root for players more than they do teams. But I think there's a lot of people that root for teams, and I'm always team first, so that's just how it is. Yeah, that, yeah, that's a, I'm glad you asked that because that's an interesting question for me because I definitely would say that you know I, I'm first and I'm a Bears fan first, but that's yeah. not really a happy existence. <laughs> um, and Brady is what drew me to the Patriots. And, you know, it's one of those things, it's just like with LeBron, too, where for it's like some witnessing greatness and watching so many people, and it's understandable, I get it, but wanting to shit on greatness, it just makes it, it only draws <laughs> me in more. Uh, and so, like, over the years, you know, it started as just, like, watching from afar as an appreciation of Tom uh, and, you know, and the organization, obviously, uh, and it just grew into actually like considering myself a fan in a weird way. Um, and, and I always feel like any of these sports that are not here in Oregon, like not in Portland, which are, are most, the fandom right. is so weird. Like if the Red Sox win or the Cubs win or, you know, any the Chicago Boston teams are kind of where I'm drawn. And it's just like, it's cool. And when they lose, it sucks. But like, it's not like when <laughs> the Blazers lose or, or when right. the Timbers lose or Ducks. Or, you know, so it's it's an interesting dynamic. But to answer your question, you know, it basically comes down to then if, if that were to happen and what a crazy, crazy experience that would be. <laughs> yeah, no uh, But it's, you know, it's like, do you want, do you root for Bill's legacy or do you root for Tom's legacy? I mean, that's yeah. really, I mean, and the narrative for the two weeks leading up would be, holy shit. Um, I, God, you know, I don't know. I think, I can't say I'm a fan of Buccaneers or have ever had any thoughts about them really i don't um, think anyone has other than making yeah other than making fun of Jameis, which is fun um <laughs> like bruce arian's a good coach i guess you know i don't know i, I think i'd have to pull for the pats but yeah I, I don't know that's a really great question i'd be pissed that the bucks likely beat the bears because you know they're they're gonna be super good this year uh with nick Foles now right nick Foles, um, <laughs> great transition Vince. yeah yeah <laughs> but that's a good question i guess i'd say pats but 
Ask me. Ask me when it happens, and maybe I'll maybe I'll have a different answer. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> just a... you guys, it will never happen. So <laughs> that's true. I don't I think mean... either will be there personally. So no, I mean, I so a, a different way to go would be who are you guys? Who would be your preferred quarterback at for the Patriots at this moment? I know it's kind of slim pickings, kind of like the grocery stores in the United States right Justin now. Justin Herbert. So, <laughs> Justin Herbert, yeah, there you go. that's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> That'd be crazy. I, mean, I, I did I, see I, on, I think it was NFL Network the other night or something, I don't know, it was before everything went down and they were still actually, sports were still happening, so I was on one of those channels. Um, I, I saw somebody, I can't. I wish I would have taken a note of who it was, but someone has him going there in their mock draft, and I was just like, oh my goodness. What <laughs> it was your own mock draft. Dream. You were dreaming. You know, it yeah. happens to the best of us. <laughs> yeah. Saw my own ticker. I do have a ticker then during my dreams, ironically, so it's <laughs> weird. Uh, but that would be wild, and I don't, I'd probably be good for him to fall that far, and he may very well. I'm, I'm curious. I think people kind of fell in love with him in the, the underwear Olympics that is the, the combine, but um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know that he'll actually fall that far. So, yeah, I don't think so. I think he's a top five pick right now, uh, according to Mel Kiper, at least a couple weeks ago. But you know, if we're going by a couple weeks ago rules, anything can happen. So, <laughs> yeah. we'll a couple see. a couple weeks ago, sports existed. So, <laughs> a couple weeks ago, I was watching, I was drinking beer at a Timbers game, and now that seems like oh my god, like a, a dream. pipe dream at this point. Yeah, yeah it's it's yeah, but those yeah, are yeah, that's a good. <laughs> trio pod i have i have plenty yeah. of brady questions for you guys i'm just gonna keep them keep them well i, I was gonna finish off on the point of bucks versus pat's hypothetical super bowl um one yeah what vince said is true like you know how i was saying like look, i'd be calling lebron a pussy ass bitch i would i would be a lot softer if i was like if it was pat's versus bucks i'd be still mm-hmm. it'd be one of those ones or if it was like if Bre- like brady came out like they just the bucks crushed the pats i'd be like okay like i'm so proud of tommy and then if the Pats beat the Bucks, and I'd be like, "Well, I'm proud as a Pats fan, and I feel bad for Tom." But you know, it's not the first time we would have seen him lose either. But um, the other question of that is, and I'll put that to you, Shay, as the neutral in the group. What does America not do? Not neutral. <laughs> I mean, the neutral is in. You're not a fan of either. What does America do if it's Brady versus Belichick? <laughs> Self quarantine <laughs> from the television. <laughs> <laughs> or which would you rather? Which there's a question for you, Shay. Which would be less digestible: the Patriots getting back still without Brady, or Brady going to another team and going again? Which is le- which? Which is the lesser of evils? I guess. Ah, that's so hard because it's like I don't know them <laughs> apart. You know, like, there's mm-hmm. so, there's so, such a di- diabolical duo that I I think I would side with Brady because I think it would be cool. Like I like the receiving core in Tampa Bay that we've kind of talked about. Like, I think that team's going to be fun mm. and I think it's going to be fun to watch Brady against breeze and Teddy Bridgewater now. And like, so I'm like excited for NFC South stuff. So yeah, yeah. I would probably, and Belichick just, I don't know. Man. <laughs> like Belichick he's is not my favorite. Belichick dude. is Emperor Palpatine basically. <laughs> and I say that. And the- I live amongst a bunch of Patriots fans now. And uh, oh, so, yeah. <laughs> like our grocery bags have Tom Brady on them, and I'm not even kidding. Um, can our you reusable can you ones. get me one? Like, get me one before they're gone. Good point. <laughs> huh? Uh, Good point. But you know, <laughs> I will risk my life. So, 
<laughs> yeah, go go trample children as they're trying to like follow their parents into the store and get me one of those bags. No, I, I don't need. Don't need. And and put some toilet paper in there for yourself if you need to. But oh, that's yeah. been gone for years out here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're we're up to the banana leaves from Jumanji stage, I think. <laughs> That shower. brings up the Fine. biggest question about this: <laughs> Why aren't universal bidets a thing? You know, Dude, I mean, so true. Like, if they're not in Portland yet, I can't believe it because Portland's going to be like the epicenter for it, and then it's going to spread to the country. I think. Yeah. Universal bidets. Let's start the. Yep. Let's start it. <laughs> Just it's like what is it? Whole pass when they're out eating dinner and they're like, I, I need to go home take a shit, and it's like, what? Why don't you just do one here? It's like I'm going to need a bath afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh I guess the caveat to like the the whole topic is I did see today and you know gosh who knows what kind of fact is behind this that that teams were aware that Brady wants to uh this was the report that Brady wants to bring Antonio Brown wherever he goes. So I guess Ooh. that would make the answer to that question extremely easy because if that were to happen Go Pats, fuck the Bucks. Nobody should have that guy on their team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that might happen. That's wild. That would be a nut. That, gets... that would be nuts. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what do you guys think when he was a Patriot? Go Pats? No. <laughs> <laughs> a little awkward. Not too, not too thrilled about it. The first hour that he signed before all that stuff come, started coming out was fucking brilliant, but... Yeah, I yeah, the dominoes fell pretty but, quickly. Yeah, look, I think well, I think it's all in our podcast history how it developed there for us, and it was very, I think it was very uneasy feeling for um, for me, and I was like not surprised nor disappointed when they just decided to um, cancel that one out. But it's just so Brady f- loves him. Yeah, and and they that was like the one time that the Pats looked really good last year was when he played. So it's obvious from a sporting standpoint why he does. And the that's so, and this isn't like uh, just to preface this, this isn't victim blaming or anything. I'm sure Antonio Brown did some fucking stupid shit with some women because it just it was too much smoke for there not to be some fire. But it's weird how it's gone away since he's he's been away, um, which is just how the justice system and the and the fucked up way that we deal with these things work. Is while someone's in the limelight, you get a lot more attention to your case. But maybe that's what Brady's Brady's thinking from a sporting standpoint is this, this is kind of like the fires died down. Maybe I can bring him back and it'll like, people won't worry about it. But I think if he does, all that stuff is going to come to the surface again, isn't it? Like I can't imagine Antonio Brown playing football without all that stuff chasing him again. Yeah. I mean, oh, he yeah. live streamed himself yelling at cops. So yeah. I, and like, yeah. I, I don't know what the NFL is going to, Roger Goodell hasn't had control. Well, I probably shouldn't, uh, go the Bill Simmons route or whatever. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, he's Antonio. He's just not worth it. I, I mean, do they need him in Tampa Bay? They have no. great receivers yeah. already. I mean, obviously they could use him, but he's already supplanting a good, a good to great wide receiver who doesn't bring the headaches to it. Yeah. So. Mike Evans might be just as much him, if not, you know, and without the headaches, he might maybe just a tiny right. step down on the on the field, but off the field, it's it's leaps and bounds above. So it's just, you know from everything we all know. So yeah, I, I I couldn't see it happening. I just you know, and I have to imagine there's NFL suspensions if if he were to be 
reinstated, I guess is what it would be at this point. <laughs> there would have to be suspensions for a myriad of things. He's not, you know, he's while the while a lot of the noise went down once he was cut and kind of out of the league, he then just spiraled and did enough to himself that you know, there's just there's just too much there. I just can't imagine the NFL would let him back, but you know, it is the NFL, so who knows. Yeah. Hey. Hey, Shay. Shay. Good day. What? <laughs> oh, I'm texting while you guys did that. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you've appeared now. <laughs> I, wish I, I, I wish like, I was recording this. Anything or anything like that. Of course, yeah. I, I wish I was recording the video oh, yeah, for this because yeah, yeah, Shay yeah, was just like, like Shay's face when he realized he was on camera was just like. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm. Yeah, I wore my Nigerian kit for you guys. Yeah. I, I rarely break it out because right after I bought it, Awobi <laughs> went to Everton. <laughs> so. But hey, here it is. Yeah, I'm just wearing I'm just wearing my um my eight ball team shirt, so it's not not like a famous thing or anything. No, Vince is rocking duck stuff, of course. I got duck shorts on. Yeah, yeah. I I was about to say I've got duck shorts on, but I got my Granite Cricket Club shorts on. So, RIP to the Granite Cricket Club season as well as, and uh, I guess we can segue now into the Ducks. Um, that was another major. major development from the unfortunate um obviously the pandemic is the most important thing but just on a sporting standpoint uh march madness got completely canned um and denied both the uh ducks teams who were both in great form um look we can't we can't say for sure if they'd win um the women i think we can say a little bit more definitively they were one of the favorites um the men were very good at times this year and had had some were a bit dodgy at other times but they were certainly um were one of those teams capable of having a run if everything came together at the right time so uh those two in particular but then we look at um we look at the um winter spring sports as well baseball and um baseball and softball got cancelled um seniors just lost their senior season um unfortunately um we've seen a lot of the the social media stars from the uh, Oregon softball team in particular have um really really put it out there on online how devastating that has been to them just just cuz a lot of the, uh, you know for some of them it might be the end of their softball career as a whole so uh right. yeah i guess we can start Haley with Haley Cruz yeah yeah <laughs> i mean that's a big one right <laughs> yeah <laughs> Haley if you yeah we'll be <laughs> we hope i mean i've already seen a lot floating around and Especially, especially those kind of sports where they're, you know, the spring sports. There's not a ton. Baseball, I guess, for sure. There's there's a lot of potential afterwards. But a lot of the spring sports, there's not a ton of professional, right. at least lucrative professional yeah. uh, opportunities after. So the, the the idea of you know letting seniors have an extra year of eligibility or whatever, like it seems like a no brainer to me. Mm-hmm. Who knows? There's a lot of no brainers that the NCAA swings and misses on. So. Uh, literally just is, the, the concept of the ncaa as it stands at the moment is um a changing is a no-brainer but <laughs> yeah yeah exactly uh but yeah to touch on what you said obviously the you know the the public health and humanity stuff aside from all of the the virus and pandemic that to me so far is from a sporting world the women's team has been the biggest uh you know punch Punching the right. gut, like obviously not having sports and all that right now sucks. But the fact that you know an Oregon team that's not track and field or golf, which no one cares about, that <laughs> had a real legitimate shot, and I would have to say I'd be curious. I never looked at what the Vegas odds would have been 
but they had to be. I know they're number two in their polls, but man, the way they were rolling through everybody in the Pac-12, which is maybe the best conference in the country, definitely the um, best conference. Not yeah. even close. So what a what a shame for those girls. Sabrina's already had a rough year, you know, as, as many people have, obviously, but she was close to Kobe, and it's just it's just tough to as an Oregon fan, you're like, God damn, what what next? Like it takes <laughs> this to to dethrone a, a national championship, which seemed like, you know, at least a final four appearance, if not. Mm-hmm. If not oh, better. for so sure. Gutted for the girls, for yeah. sure. And yeah, like, you know, you said the men, you know, that's, that sucks too. And you hate to see Peyton go out that way. Cause he had, you, you know, duck, duck fan owe him a lot for, for everything he did over his four years. Um, and, and Dana's always hot in, in March and April. So you never know what that team could have done. So mm-hmm. it, that's definitely been the biggest crush crushing blow so far uh in the sporting world at least yeah i mean the ducks men have i i would say they've probably overachieved every time they've gone to the tournament which isn't isn't saying isn't a down like i'm not trying to put them down by saying they've overachieved i just mean like from what they how good they've been through the season like and how uh, what people expect from them from a national standpoint they've that year they that, that they almost knocked off North Carolina in the final four who went on to win the right. champ they went on and won they like destroyed in the championship game. North Carolina's championship game was that final four appearance against Oregon. That was the yeah. toughest game they had that tournament. And they, they got through by and and we've always we've we've talked about it before, I'm sure, about like some of the uh, the boxing out and the uh, on the on the free throws at times, like, you know, we were we, that game was winnable, very much winnable for Oregon and, and uh, they off uh, probably going to win the championship because i can say that because they didn't get through um but <laughs> oregon's history has meant like under dana has been like i mean half of our uh pac uh, conference championships have been under dana i think from looking at the, the uh just you look at the big gap between the uh, like when we win the 1939 tournament and a few others after that and then through to now it's like um oregon's history as a basketball powerhouse is very much uh, tied to dana and uh, and his performances in getting this team to just be firing during the tournament. So um, for the men, it's unfortunate because I think they would have they would have you know had a good chance at going deep. Uh, you know, if, especially if Peyton keeps up the form he has. I think you and me on the last pod, Vince, talked about how Peyton went from uh, being un, like probably undrafted last year to being a draft pick this year um, with his performances, and you know that form is going to roll into the tournament. And yeah, it goes without saying that the women were. Uh, very very good odds to win the whole thing, and Sabrina was going to end a uh, a run as an Oregon basketball player and as a college basketball player as one of the most generational talents in men's or women's basketball history. And considering the year she's had and what she's gone through with uh, Kobe's passing, and you know that day that she she went down and spoke at his memorial and flew up to Stanford and like dropped a triple double, I think you know like you know that that kind of just sums up how dedicated she was both to being a beacon for women's basketball as well as just being a teammate to that team as well and she deserved another run here and um it's just that's probably you know liverpool's the pending whatever happens there (laughs) which we'll get into later yeah um that's yeah sabrina's sabrina not getting a chance to win that win that championship um is up there with um, whatever happens if if the worst happens with Liverpool. Um, but yeah, that's it's and that's how much respect I have for her. Is like and everyone knows how much I want Liverpool, a title for Liverpool. And if the worst happens there, I'll be devastated. And Sabrina's is right up there for me, as far as just taking that chance away from them. 
everybody knows Liverpool is going to win the title this year. I think that's like actually helps you guys, even like if the season, the rest of the season gets canceled, which like seems kind of likely now, I guess, which is how everything is going. But like, I think they'll still crown Liverpool champions. And I think, I mean, I've been talking about it on this podcast since October. I think we're (laughs) we're going to win the league. Me and Vince have been talking about it since February. (laughs) (laughs) But just going back to Sabrina for a second, like Mm. she came back for her senior year when she probably like would have been the number one pick. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, she'll still be the number one pick, but I like that shows how much that's such a. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to quickly uh, chime in. I was just saying, we always talk about, like, um, often in Oregon football, they talk about men of Oregon. And that she's, like, she epitomizes that aspect from the women of Oregon. Like, she was just such a person of Oregon, like, such a, like, just a beacon of what Oregon sports is that she could have gone and got that money now, like, you know, as what the best money that women like women basketball can make she was able to get that last year sorry when when she would have been guaranteed number one pick but she came back to oregon to play another season at oregon be a part of oregon sports and and win a championship and they had a great season she broke she kept on breaking records and she became even more of a beacon of women's sports just with what everything's happened this year and and yeah that's a that's such a tragedy of it that she's such a fucking champion of what Oregon sports is and that and all of us as alumni were so proud to say that and that's why I think it's it hurts so much as well but I broke in way too long there so continue (laughs) no no that's great I just like it sucks that they weren't able to go on and see what they could and you know they killed Connecticut earlier this year they you know they had a, a weird loss to Louisville but and Louisville's good. I mean, I think this is was one of the deepest fields of the women's tournament, but they were definitely um, who everybody was talking about, uh, them alongside Baylor and South Carolina, who was the number one team, and their coach said they weren't getting enough respect and all that stuff. So it was going to be like, I think this was going to be a huge year for women's basketball beyond Sabrina and the Ducks as well, but for them to be a part of a huge year of women's basketball would have been so big for every – like when we were at Oregon – the Ducks were cellar dwellers um, mm-hmm. in women's basketball. I remember because I had to write about it. <laughs> and uh, that, like, it's just so different now. And so I think this almost adds to the lore of Sabrina by mm-hmm. by them not competing in the tournament. It's like, well, they obviously would have won. Like, this sucks. Like, that's – I don't know if that makes sense. In my head, it makes sense. Again, this podcast mm-hmm. brought to you by Miller High Life. But <laughs> – but, but, Sabrina's like lore, like she obviously would have led this team to the championship, and nobody knows any different because it's canceled now. So, mm-hmm. like, there was no Final Four loss or championship loss in her lore at Oregon. She just became one of the best college basketball players of all time during yeah. her time at Oregon and turned the Oregon team around. So, I think that speaks to her. And she came back when she could have been the number one pick. That speaks so much to her as a person and really speaks to her commitment to the Ducks, and I think that's just a great thing for the program and her. So, you know, there's no tournament, but I still think this is something to really celebrate, obviously. Oh, yeah. I don't – I I assumed you guys were going to anyway. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> my Sabrina I, shirt's her, in – yeah. For her sake, I hope she gets to – and, you know, obviously there, we're a long ways from this, and who knows what's going to happen on the 
the IOC front, but hopefully I would assume she would be part of any sort of women's US, Team USA. And so hopefully she can have a gold medal around her neck later this summer uh, if all goes well in the world. And, you know, well, it hopefully. won't be the same, but it, at least it's a, at least it would be some sort of consolation. Not that that's a consolation by any stretch, but you know what I mean? It would be at least nice, something, something she deserves because she deserves, she didn't deserve the ending she got. No one does, but mm. uh, she especially didn't deserve that ending. So, right. So, yeah. I mean, uh, just a question and based on, and I think, I think I've kind of brought it up maybe in messaging in when it happened. Uh, was, was the decision just to cancel straight away? Do you think that was an overreaction or because a lot of sports are just postponing? <laughs> uh, See, yeah, go seeing ahead. now, yeah, sorry. I was seeing now, I'll be quick. Seeing how everything's got when it first happened, I was like, why, why are we using the word cancel just immediately? Mm. Um, but now, obviously, seeing how you know, NBA is saying mid June, best case, and yeah, so yeah, seeing how it's progressed so quickly. Now, no, unfortunately, these, you know, there's things have to move on, unfortunately. But at the time when it first happened, I thought that word cancel was strong. But yep. no, I think now, now you see, obviously, not so much. I completely agree. It just seemed like I, that Thursday, just when tournament, when the conference tournaments were being canceled, and it, it came just like 12 hours after the NBA decided to postpone and ultimately do whatever they're going to do it just felt like yeah we're not going to see sports for quite a while and so it's like these players have lives mm. you know a lot of those players will go play overseas and stuff hopefully with hopefully we get this all figured out soon and people are allowed to travel again and you know a lot of college basketball players that's that's what they want to do with their lives they want to go and play basketball professionally however they can so whether that's in latvia or turkey or you know, Australia. Honestly, <laughs> I was trying to think. NBL. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, just anywhere. So like, you can't like ask those guys to, you know, have March Madness in July or something. Um, mm. Like, and that's also asking them to like for the guys that aren't trying to play that. They're it's asking them to to stop their professional careers. Like if they were in business or. You know what? Some of the other majors, I don't know, but like, it like you just can't ask them to do that. I guess they're gonna they're not gonna be in shape. Um, they can't use the facilities, so this is the best call. Uh, unfortunately for everybody, I mean, I think this is everybody's favorite time of the year. Um, when it comes to sports, because Major League Baseball starting, March Madness is fantastic. The playoffs or the NBA playoffs are getting close. So that stretch run, I, I just think it's a great time to be a sports fan. So it was a huge bummer, but understandable. Yeah, yeah. And I would agree. Like, I think on the day I was, like, similar to you guys. And I think we were all, like, suffering some PTSD as the NBA had been canceled the day before. And we were, like, it's kind of everything over the last week and a half has just been... Horrifying. We're, we're just a day and a half, like, our bodies and minds are just trying to catch up as we go. And it's, and it's hard to actually think about it at the time, um, you know with some with some calmness but yeah i would agree that it just from a you know other sports being professional sports they can delay 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 technically because they're everyone's getting paid and and if you have to cancel the next season um you know whatever happens but um yeah with college sports you know these people are actually having to move on with their lives one mm -hmm. the one caveat i'll put to that is what do you think 
most of the players would say if they said you can come back and play this tournament in July, October, um, and even if you give them a week after the, the cancellation announcement happened, so there wasn't even the emotion of the the moment of the cancellation, but they had a week to think about. Do you think some of them or a fair few of them are still saying we'll come back and play in October? Because I think it feel like there's a few of them, like, I, and especially the Oregon team would come back whenever it fucking. And I'm not saying I agree. I, I'm not saying I don't disagree with the NCAA in hindsight cancelling it, just as you guys were saying. But I wonder what the I, I I'm trying to put myself in the players' shoes and think about what they would, because I think a lot of them, particularly teams, and even teams that you know the teams you know the 30th and 40th team in the tournament might be still want to come back because they just want to fucking play their last play the March Madness. And I wonder what they would think and where the vote would go if you like voted. Yes or no on moving it back to whenever it could be played with every player that was going to be involved. I'm just wondering what the percentage of that would be, just just out of interest. And now the uh, US. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go for. I suppose I'll go first. Uh, see uh, the trio pod of uh, not being able to see each other very well. Yeah. But uh, I mean, I think a lot of them would. Obviously, I think like probably ninety percent of them would say that, and mm-hmm. so that's that's the thing. But they're, I mean, they're eighteen to twenty-two years old. You know, like I guess you could still do it. I don't like. It just sounds like a li- like. All oh. right, I can't even linguist it. <laughs> all right, fuck Lo- it. Logistical. It sounds like that... a nightmare to schedule. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so, yeah, I mean. I just feel bad for everybody involved and um, kind of going back to what we were talking about a little bit earlier and I'll tie it into this. So um, Vince can respond, but it's just going to be weird. Like this is going to be the weirdest year of sports. Obviously this is an unknown thing that we've ever dealt with as a nation and as a world. Um, So yeah, you can give these kids another year, but that like takes away from the, the freshmen that are coming Mm -hmm. in that are Mm -hmm. that we're going to play and stuff like that so it's just this big thing and it's just like we don't know what's going to happen so that's it's just this weird thing right now where i don't know i think it's just best to move on from the tournament even though it's a huge blow uh to you know those kids that have worked all their lives for it Mm -hmm. but yeah yeah, I would agree, a hundred, like a hundred percent. Like it's just, I think all, I think, yeah, like you said, ninety percent, whatever. I think most would be like, yeah, let's play, let's do it, anytime, mm-hmm. any place. And and my buddy and I this past weekend in our in our in midst of our sports depression, we're we're fantasizing about like a month of August. Like, could you imagine? Like every sport <laughs> is back. There's a tournament. We got the NBA <laughs> finals. We got NHL finals. The college football is about to start. Like, oh my god, Masters or I guess that's probably like October now, but. So, you know, of course it would be cool, but... And in between, yeah, you float in the river because it's like 90 degrees. Like, it's perfect. Yes, exactly. Yeah, Augusta yeah. in August. Good God. <laughs> at some point, at some point, yeah, it, it's it's tough to get over, especially, you know, as a fan, of course, but even more so, obviously, to to extreme degrees that for the players, it's tough to get over. And, of course, they'd want to see it out and play it out on the court mm-hmm. or the field or whatever. But, yeah, you know, at some point, we, we're we going to have to move on and... and and just you know, 2020 is is always will always be remembered as that year that you know sports were were has a big asterisk next to it, no matter what happens. Even any champions, I was thinking about that with 
you know, not to get off topic, but even as if we do end up with NBA in August and NHL in August or whatever, like these, they, they, you know, fight through it and, and somehow salvage seasons. What a weird situation for, for those playoffs. Like it's just such an, you know, whoever wins wins and they, they, they endured all this and, and got through it. But, you know, injuries come into play, people being able to recover, people not being able to bounce back from this, you know, right. time off or time away. Like there's so many variables that are going to come into any of these sports that resume whenever they do that it's 2020 is always going to be whenever you look back, hopefully 20 years from now, we're, we've had 20 years of great sports since. And we're going to look back at this year and be like, what a weird year and what a you know crazy time in the world. And, uh, you know, it just sucks for those people that are falling into this year being their senior years or they had a shot to win something or whatever. Mm. You know, it's just fate. Fate didn't allow it. And it's a bummer. But uh, we got to move on at some point, unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, we'll bring it back to the professional sports realm. Um, as far as that goes, I think like th- there is a different tact that is being employed by some. And it's one that I agree with is that um, we've got to look at it as not trying to finish this season before next season starts but trying to finish this season and then if there's time for next season to happen it happens and if not then you just actually have a season that doesn't exist does that if that makes sense to you guys because i think when you've got a season in the midst of because we're professional sports in that realm is like everyone's being paid they're already they're already there you know like obviously contract they'd have to work out the legality of the contracts and whatnot but i would assume there's some smart person that's thought of these things. Probably not, actually, because the world seems to be, you know, when Vegas casinos are asking for money after two days of being shut down, you realize that a lot of smart people with a lot of money don't actually think about what's going to happen. But um, with the professional seasons, I, I think we'll see. I, my my tact is that we finish these seasons no matter when that happens. And if that is in November when you, we start up again, then they finish then. And then you just look at getting everything back on track for the season after. And we... Uh, my my opinion is that if worst comes to worst, we're looking at canceling 2021 as a season rather than actually canceling this season because I think we're too far deep into so many seasons here um, to think about that, at, like canceling these seasons. And the, the tact would be to make, make actually everything easier as well because everyone's talking about the legalities of what you do if you have to stop this season to get ready for next season. It's like the easiest actual thing is to cancel a season that hasn't started yet. That seems to be the easiest thing to me. So I was wondering what you guys are thinking on that because that to me seems the easiest thing is that worst comes to worst that we're actually down for six months of sports and that the next season after this that hasn't started yet and doesn't exist, never exists, and then we get back on track. We finish this one and then get back on track because there's going to be a lot of sports already. We're talking Euros are getting postponed to next year at least. Um, so we're already going to have to be squeezing in other things around that as well. So the season that doesn't exist now is the easiest one to cancel for me. Yeah, I, you know, I I hadn't thought about it that way, honestly, because um, my brain kept going, and I'll just use the NBA as my example for mm-hmm. now, because, you know, sure. hey, it's fair, because they, they've been the pioneers, or as weird as it is to say about that, I actually, well, I'll, I'll finish my thought before I change it. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I think there's been some some subtle rumors of, of, well, A, condensing the NBA season would be something I would be for all the time. I think 82 is a little too much. So yeah. if next year ended up being 60 games, uh, I don't think that would be a bad thing for the game itself. Um, and also the idea has been, again, subtly floated around out here and there. You know, I don't know what kind of legs it has in the office, but um, of like starting, you know, Christmas Day is such an NBA day now that 
there's been rumors and talks of like, why don't we start the NBA on Christmas? You know, you obviously start a little later, but then you also get the hell out of the way of college football, NFL, which we all know really drives the sports world in this country, at least. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so, you know, postponing or, or canceling 2021 season, if you want to call it that, I hadn't even really thought of. But but I think no matter what, we're looking at later starts for all of our sports. So yeah. um, that's that's an interesting, you know, I hadn't really thought about that. I, I don't disagree at all. Or, you know, they have these ideas in the NBA of like tournaments. They want to have these like midseason tournaments or midseason right. plans. <laughs> and maybe next year is just kind of a, you know, if hopefully, hopefully it's not the case. Uh, you know, that we are waiting until October, November, whatever, to start up again. But if if that were the case, then maybe next year you play around instead of an NBA season, you have some, you know, some big 32 or 30 team tournament. And, it, you know, it's kind of a weird year. And there's a lot of things I think can be done. And, and Adam Silver, if anybody listening or whatever, <laughs> uh, did like a 20 minute interview tonight on SportsCenter that was right. really, really fascinating. And, um you know, Adam Silver for president, please. Uh, oh, he's please. Just, he, he's just such a thoughtful and like the interview was really refreshing, really transparent and really, um, you know, when he didn't have an answer or didn't know an answer, to it, he would just said, you know, I don't know. It's too early to tell. And I don't know. There's something that was refreshing about that in today's world of spin and and, you know, lie until you make it kind of a thing like it yeah. was just refreshing. So I think I think the NBA will com continue to be kind of the the pioneers in this and, and show the rest of the sporting world the way. Uh, so hopefully, hopefully they, they get it right. And I have confidence they will. Mm. Yeah. Um, I hadn't, like Vince, I hadn't even thought about it that way um, at all. I mean, I was just, uh, I, I would just I say it was worst case scenario it. is what, like if, if we were delayed right. six months to eight months and we we're only looking at starting in December anyway, which is Vince's idea. of Yeah, starting. it's possible. But yeah. Anyway, go ahead, Chef. Yeah. Um, it's just the thing where it's like, so we're going to start these seasons up again. Are the guys going to be in shape? Like, doesn't it start, like, starting anew would feel better? I, d I don't know. I mean, Not as a Liverpool fan with a 25-point right lead. <laughs> it's such a time of, like, not knowing that it's, like, obviously none of us know what the best idea with this would be. But, like, I mean, who knows how in shape Liverpool will be when they're finally allowed to play again. That would be Maybe fine. that's... <laughs> <laughs> all right well who knows what shape arsenal is it probably going to be in well probably sorry but uh Mikel Arteta is you know, the that's only just question. what they do anyway so um but like i don't know i don't i, I don't really have an answer there like yeah. i think that's as good as good of an answer i mean in all seriousness that's been put out there obviously my but, biases as far as leagues finishing and stuff is very much leaned towards liverpool and they're in they're in the, they're, they're, yeah yeah and but they're in a unique they're in a unique position where they've got the this isn't just this isn't just that they're comfortably ahead no one in the premier league history is ever led by 25 points like all right okay. no no i'm just yeah, no, I'm, no i'm just saying i'm just i'm just saying like the legal but going starting as a as your starting point the legalities that go right through the leagues of not finishing this season because then down in league uh, in the championship, you have Leeds who are finally Leeds have had. A I know, right? Oh my god! Leeds have had a similar history of like as Liverpool have in the last few years of being a laughing stock as far as they get so close and they the Leeds have had a couple of chokes the last few seasons as far as when they've been fucking cruising in the championship and then they fall apart at the end and then get fucked over in the playoffs. 
So Leeds right. um, have, have got a similar case that they're up there and, and they're in the strongest position they've been in since they dropped down um, to get back up. Um, the teams in the relegation positions are in the opposite position where they hope it gets voided. Um, it's, it's just the legalities that will come from this. If you cancel a season like this, I think you'll find that, that the clubs that are in positions that they want this season finished will start legal challenges. And then the, uh, the opposite of if you award Liverpool a title, because it's like, you know, some people are just saying that the league, uh, there'll be a league vote, then most of them will vote. Well, it's obvious. We'll give it to them. But then the other clubs um, in positions that are closer will go, well, if you're, if you're doing that, then we need to vote for this one. And there's, there's like from a, right. I'm not even saying this from a Liverpool standpoint. I'm saying that I, I can see the legal issues that can come from actually awarding it to Liverpool as well, because both sides of the coin, and that's why I think that no matter when football, basketball, baseball, all the sports come back, you need to finish the season you're in. And if that is in December or wherever, whenever we come back from this tragic pandemic, you need to finish the season you're in and then find out where you are after that. And then if, if that is in February 2021, then you go, well, we don't have time to start a season now. So then we go into, you know, an extended preseason and then, Maybe start the next season sooner so that you can have a bit more time to spread it. Because um, something we've talked about in this podcast a lot is fixture congestion is fucked up already. So maybe it'll actually be a blessing in disguise. I don't know, but I think that my my easiest thing is you just finish the season whenever it, whenever this thing finishes, you finish the seasons that are in play right now, and that takes all the legal issues out of it. Because if a season hasn't started, it is very easy to cancel it. If a season's three quarters of the way through, as we are in a lot of the worldwide sports. Um, NFL aside, as we said off air beforehand, is it a weirdly normal news cycle because it's just they're they're in that unique position that they finished right before this thing started. But every other sport is three quarters of the way through, basically. So um, I think we just I think the obvious choice to me, but I'm just a kid sitting in South Australia. Actually, I shouldn't say kid because I'm 32. <laughs> I am mentally a child, um, but <laughs> um, as we are. Yeah. I'm going to jump I, in real quick yeah. and just because I talked about this for an assignment for school earlier where I actually had to quarantine do a PTI segment which you guys have seen me do a PTI segment before imagine it in quarantine <laughs> my god but uh, um, I, I was talking about this and I think that if the NBA, and we were talking about the NBA for my assignment and it's when the NBA comes back if they're going to play through the 82 game schedule I think like Let's at least eliminate the first round of the playoffs, maybe yeah. even the second round. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't think the first round of the playoffs, like people have been talking for years about eliminating it because we don't need to see the Bucks kill the Nets. Yeah. Uh, we, we don't need to see Giannis just decimate that team. And, you know, we're all Blazers fans, but uh, we don't need to, like, the Blazers probably aren't beating the Lakers. You know, I, w- I would like to think that they could push them to seven games. But, can I can, uh, can I inter- can I interject so we, we can I interject with one question? Yes. What if it is in November and Kyrie and Kevin Durant are both back? Right, and that's what fucks <laughs> this whole thing up. Yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's what me and my buddy were joking about. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because that team could win the championship. Yeah, and uh, and the fact is they're on their list, so it's not like they don't aren't allowed to play in this season. It's just that they would have had the extra recovery time. No, don't let them play. <laughs> <laughs> now we're getting into weird territory but then but, but this is the problem with this whole thing um it's just we're going to no matter what it's just going to be all fucked up and we're just going to deal with it as it comes so 
That's why I just think the legal the legal issues that come with canceling or voiding seasons are so much more murky than just finishing the season. And if the Kyrie and um, I mean, yeah, you could just go top four or just start the playoffs as the standings are now. I don't know what the NBA is thinking. I just think more from the standpoint of general sports, it's just it makes so much more sense to finish a season that's already in play um, that has a lot of legal ramifications, just can't voiding all results from a season that has had a fair bit through because all of them are two-thirds of the way through at least or three-quarters. So it just makes more sense to me to to go that route rather than um, rather than trying to work out a decision that voids everything things that have already happened to just start another season like that hasn't happened it just to me it makes a lot of sense i don't know why it doesn't to it hasn't actually been brought up more in national media because i don't think i'm that incredibly smart so (laughs) 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 i don't know why someone else hasn't thought of it just and maybe it's maybe it's just people don't want to think maybe it's been thought about behind closed doors but people don't want to talk about canceling another season until it actually has to happen um, and that's probably more, you know, people don't want to, that, that is a panic inducing thing to say that another season may not Absolutely. happen. So that's probably what is, uh, yeah. I'm sure these talks have gone on behind closed doors, but yeah. That's what I was going to say. I feel like a lot of people are already stressed out or not like, you know, obviously there's enough stresses. And, and then again, I don't want to harken back, but that interview that I, I mentioned with Silver was he did make the point of like, people are already under stress and anxiety from just mm-hmm. what's happening in the world. Yeah. Just and life, a lot of times life is not happening in everyday right life. Exactly. Right. In everyday life, like we have sports to like distract and, you know, make us forget about like the perils of everyday life or whatever. And so, you know, it was acknowledged that like they are recognized that, <laughs> you know, people don't have that outlet right now. So I think the idea of trying to say like, we're not going to be back until, you know, September or October, I think is just, you know, like you said, maybe behind closed doors, I guarantee those conversations have already yeah. happened. Oh, absolutely. But I think, I think in the public realm, it's more like, we don't, you know, when I heard mid June from the NBA, I was like, Oh my God, like, that's crazy. I, you know, I was originally hoping for like mid May or late May. Like, so I think the further that gets pushed out, you know, the, the faction of population that are sports fans that only makes them panic more because you're like, oh my, you know, like, are we really not going to be through this thing? Like, is this mm. going to continue through through summer? So, you know, again, like we both, Shane, I said, I hadn't thought about it that way. I, I agree, and, and selfishly, from both my NBA and NHL teams are both pretty banged up at the moment. So, hey, <laughs> you little extra time to get healed, it, it wouldn't be the end of the world. But, mm. um, you know, all all that aside, that yeah, it it does make a lot of sense that you try to finish things off. Um, finish what you started rather than, you know, curb for, for something you haven't even started yet. But it'll be interesting. I wouldn't be surprised if some leagues go you're, the route you're talking about. Some try to finish out. I do know that EFL has been very adamant that they will finish out this season, whenever it is. And I think everyone's trying to say that right now, whether that comes to fruition or not, you know, we'll mm-hmm. see for, for all the leagues. But, um, you know, it, it does put people like the MLS or MLB are in, obviously in a much different boat than kind of right. the sports we've been focusing on because they're one just started, the other's about to just start. So how they handle it is a whole other curve. You know, like if this thing does go through to June, what does the MLS do? All of a sudden you're three, four months taken away from your season and you barely started your season. What, what do you do with that now? Like it's, it's, there's so many dynamics because the sports are all in such different, different times. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. We're obviously unprecedented times, and all the meanwhile, the NFL is like, yeah, we're cool. We're we'll, we'll start all <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's yeah. the weirdest part of it all. But um, yeah, 
until there's not an NFL. Well, there's going to be an NFL draft, but like it's not going to be in person, and like so, like people are going to be pissed about that. And then like when it comes to college football, it's like are campuses allowing students back? Can they have those summer programs that are so important for college football? It's just, I mean, right now, like we're literally on the shores of an island that we've never discovered and who knows what's on it so i mean i look forward to podcasting with you guys in the coming future but right now we are at ground zero for who the fuck knows what's gonna happen yeah yeah yep that's the way to put it i mean i can tell you tom hanks and wilson are on that island but apart from that um... (laughs) your island right (laughs) yeah your island yeah your gigantic island yeah, yeah. There's a few more supplies here for him than was in that movie a few years ago. But um, yeah, he's yeah. still, he's still no like... Miller High Life. So <laughs> jokes on that. <laughs> <laughs> there might be actually. I think I can find it here somewhere. But you know, depends what. Doubt it. He... <laughs> <laughs> he's got Vegemite, which is about as tasty. So. Oh, Jesus, yeah. oh, you got to torture him while you're down there. <laughs> yeah. While you're down there. <laughs> God damn it. Highlights are catching up. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, I've I've had I, I had a double shot of whiskey to start this pod, and then a couple of couple of IPAs now, and I'm like, finally, finally, like chill. Um, Vince, you gonna <laughs> <laughs> settled in? <laughs> yeah, yeah, an hour in. Um, you getting up for AFL tonight? What time is it? Uh, it is. It I think it is six thirty my time, which is like, It'll I be think four thirty for you. Yeah. 4 30 a.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Probably yeah. not. <laughs> yeah. Unless there's a train I, running at 4 30, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I do well. legit plan Saturday night. I get yeah, Saturday morning, I guess. I don't uh, uh I legitimately plan to get up for the power game because I I gotta have it. And I'm I'm fearful it's only gonna be one or two games and then they're gonna have to stop. But you know, like you said at the at the lead in at the start, like hopefully not, hopefully they can press through and things are mm. in much better shape there but yeah i i need some live sports in my life and Brittany thinks i'm crazy but yeah i'm gonna get up on saturday and uh <laughs> or stay up i don't know uh, and i'm i'm gonna watch for sure uh, yeah, like, i might try that. Yeah. In, why not uh, i mean it's gonna be weird I because i still it... don't really understand like i get the rules but i don't you know that kind of thing so like yeah. What we're going to have to do in the future when money isn't an issue, um, which will probably be 10 years from now, considering the economic climate, <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> is both you and me, Vince, has actually dragged Shay out to a game out here because he, Vince has done it. He's been here for a game so and watched a few and got the rules. I think Vince has got a fair handle on the rules. We need Shay to come out and drink Australian beers and shout at Australian people. Oh, I yeah, you know, is- oh go ahead. Oh, I'll be quick. I was just going to say, I definitely, I preach it to people here. I'm like, well, there's no real exposure to it here. But when you first turn it on, it looks batshit crazy. Like, I don't <laughs> know what's going on. There's people running around everywhere. The ball's getting kicked and punched and like, it's going everywhere. But once you actually stop, like once you actually stop and actually get the, the, the lay of the land, it is actually pretty simple. Um, there's a lot going on, but the rules are pretty simple and people would love it here. That's why I, I, I'm, I keep preaching. The times are weird and the action is <laughs> terrible, but I'm like, people, tune in. It's great. So, Yeah. Um, I mean, I remember trying to explain American football to Sam. So, you know, I get yeah. the cultural <laughs> differences, but, uh, you know, maybe I'll, maybe I'll get into it. Um, 
like maybe I should just learn on my own and just make up my own rules and like that's how it's, that's how it's gonna be done. Well, there's an, there's an uh, old there's an old podcast that doesn't exist anymore, but I have like the audio clip on the Facebook page because I think back in the early days I used to just video. The... I told you to burn those. No, it was just like a minute where you you, you called goals skippy doos. Skippy doos. <laughs> Am I wrong? Prove me wrong. I mean, kind of. I, I mean, some, depending on how the goal is kicked, it sometimes makes sense. You know, when they bounce it through from the angle, Vince will know what I'm talking about. It always makes um, sense. It always makes sense that, to me. <laughs> that that is a. To be fair, cricket still baffles my mind. So yeah, that's uh, not even that's. Look, ha- having too. having now played a season of cricket, it baffles my mind too. <laughs> <laughs> You've regressed in your knowledge now, right? Is that what happened? No, I know it better as a fan, but I don't know how the fuck to play it. (laughs) Here's a real question. Does Matt Verner understand American baseball? Um, he's been to a Yankees game, but I don't know if he understands it. Not what I asked. That's that's (laughs) not real baseball. That doesn't count. Uh, I could go to a cricket match, I guess, right now and I No, he 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 gets it. I like I yeah. He he understood what was going on that night, so. Um. Well, Matt doesn't get much, so <laughs> must be must be easier than cricket. <laughs> so, I don't. Uh, I don't know. The cricket cricket um at the outs can be interesting because if it's like if you get out like I have twice, which is LBW, which is basically the umpire making a decision as well. It's ba- actually. LBW is. What are you talking about? <laughs> you just started saying initials. L- LBW is legs before wicket, which is essentially like a strike zone um, idea where basically if you get struck on your pads, um, like. Inst- so on your legs, sorry. So if you get. No, yeah, the- I get pads. Yeah, if, so if you get hit. <laughs> this is not the forum for this. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to finish my thought though to see if you actually get it. If you get struck on your legs um, by the ball and your legs are in line with. And the umpire deems that it would have hit the wickets behind them if it had yeah. gone through, then you get out. Basically, you're not allowed to use your legs to protect the wickets. It has to be the bat. So the umpire can you can't... also get out by hitting a ball in the air and then catching it. Yes, that is. And I'm ter- I haven't taken Yes. A... And I have. T- you're out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and I have dropped three catches this season. So, yes, you can get out that way. I am not a part of that because I drop them, but. <laughs> We don't have big gloves though, so I would be fine if I had that. But so getting hit by a pitch or a if the if a, the if they a, deem uh, the, if the if the de- they deem the pitch would have hit the wickets, the three wooden things behind there. If you're just trying to catch up, still the hurler. If the hurler <laughs> hurls the ball <laughs> and it hits the pad on the guy's leg, yeah, then it isn't out. If, so unlike American if the, baseball, if, if the umpire deems that ball would have otherwise hit the wickets, so basically, like if I get hit on my chest, it wouldn't have hit the wickets because the wickets were only like well, you probably die. Um, yeah, I had a bruise for like two weeks from one that hit me there. So yeah, <laughs> that's a hard. It's uh, a hard. Uh, yeah. What do you call it? What do you call the ball? Um, we call it the ball. No, don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be right. Doesn't sound right. <laughs> All I can tell you is I wish we had gloves because like I tried to take catch the other week from a guy that just fucking smoked the ball that went over the boundary in the end, but he smoked it like flat, and so I put my hands up just and my finger two weeks later is still sore. Like I might have done some damage just from trying to take a catch. It's, it's so Australian. 
It's so Fuck. Australian. To be like, <laughs> don't need any protection for our hands. Let's uh, let's just uh, let's see how this goes. You know, we've been kicked in the face by goats all day, so uh, <laughs> might as well just. I don't know, man. I can get AFL. I'm a power fan for life, power. And I'm on the path. <laughs> but cricket, I'm sorry, man. Maybe I'm... when I'm in like my 50s, if we make it there, climate change, coronavirus, uh, Arsenal Football Club with my suicidal <laughs> tendencies. It's just like, I don't know. But if we do get to our 50s, I'll, I will learn cricket. I'm even going to make, I'm going to try and get it through to you before then, but we'll, we'll, we'll it's like a marriage pack. <laughs> it's like a marriage pack. He's like, if we're 50 and we're still not, I still don't understand cricket. I'm going to understand cricket. Probably won't be married by 50 either. So if anybody, if any listener out there is looking for a marriage pack. So let's, uh, next quarantine, I need a partner. Cause again, the bobbleheads, Larry Bird's very ugly. I can't. <laughs> Uh, I yeah. will say as a random nugget here while we're while we've digressed into whatever, uh, Mer- they, MLS.com or whatever showed the, the 2018 conference championship with Seattle uh, today. Like they're just you know we're all, obviously people are yeah. trying to just show sports, and right. Mary Poulter's live tweeted it, so that might be worth some folks read right there. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. I'm only getting snippets of it, but it's fascinating. So yeah, <laughs> just just to um, distract you. Somewhat scared to look at that. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> what we need is Merritt Paulson and Shay together live tweeting cricket. That would be the that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would live tweet cricket. I mean, who knows how long this thing lasts? I might be doing it. I, yeah. I need. Like, I can't imagine the mouse paying me any like anymore. I'm. They're just paying me for being a jackass. Basically, you need so, to you need to get up on your Russian Russian Premier League and. I saw today like the Vegas, the, the sports books are like turning to like Vegas and Turkish or excuse me Russian and Turkish leagues because they have to have action and so that's yeah. where people are turning to and so I mean if I have to say if you're that degenerate of a gambler that you've turned to Turkish basketball you you probably Not should take a look in the mirror. But, I am that yeah, degenerate. Like well, I am yeah. I don't gamble but, much so but go. I'm that, that degenerative. Be... I've I've gambled on Turkish soccer like five years ago so I I didn't even need a fucking pandemic to do that. <laughs> that's, that's good that's this kind of that's the kind of podcast we run here um yeah uh i'm not a big gambler but uh i would take some live sports in i might even gamble on them just so i could get them back if that's gonna help yeah. i feel but, like you're uh, a gambler but just with substances rather than uh, sports all right all right okay <laughs> we gotta i can't Right, about a wrap. I'm on this, right? So we're good, and uh, I can keep my. I was talking about my... beer. Beer is not a substance; it's the nectar of the gods. It's uh, uh it's... especially in champagne form. Yeah. Oh yeah, real light and breezy. <laughs> yeah. A serious question about the sporting books over there: Do they have no? A... Refuse no. it. <laughs> Do they have Australian football on there? Because like, that would that's. I, I love gambling in Australian football. Efforting, I know you. I know you'd efforting. have no idea how to get like, but I mean, I could explain it. <laughs> but that's like no. The, so I can only speak to Oregon, obviously, at this point, because yeah. the offshores don't count because they have everything, obviously. Uh, but no the Corona. Oregon lottery, the Oregon lottery has had. They have some very out there 
thing. So I can't imagine they wouldn't have AFL because that's more mainstream than a lot of the shit they have on here. So <laughs> efforting. I will tell you here, hopefully, in, in just a moment. Uh, oh, yeah, there we go. Aussie rules. Click nice. It. I'm putting the house on the power. <laughs> oh, God. That's uh... <laughs> it's a dangerous game. I've never no, heard I can't... where sports gambling is legal. So, uh, I mean, Nebraska gambling isn't even legal. I, yeah. I mean, I don't even – like, they don't have casinos or anything. So. Really? <laughs> Fuck, I didn't even think think about that oh. when I was there, but, yeah. But, yeah, I can't confirm. We were gambling uh, the... with the vibes. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, the Oregon Lottery – the Oregon Lottery scoreboard app does have Aussie rules, and uh, because I have no other means to bet, <laughs> and I'm waiting for my NFL or NBA and NHL bets to push on their champions because, you know, we'll see, I guess. But That's uh, like winning the bet. <laughs> uh, exactly. It's a push. I win. Yeah, I got money on the abs, and I got money on the, the Clippers. Uh, but Aussie Ooh, rules, like yeah, we'll, we'll see. I'm going like to throw it. My massive, uh, extremely dangerous one and two dollar betting that I do. So, um, Aussie <laughs> rules, I'm in. Uh, I can't wait till we're betting on uh, the. Uh, I it would have been funny if I could have remembered the name of the movie. <laughs> I want to bet on like the Warwick lawnmower races or whatever it is out near the near the cabin there. The, road the national warrior. championship is in Womack this year. Just throwing that out. No there. shit. <laughs> I saw they posted the other day about it, and I'm like, oh my god, the people. Mad Max it. is what I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah. There we can go. bet on Mad Max. Which, which horde, which tribe is going to uh, annihilate the other in a dust bowl hellscape? <laughs> That's when betting will really reach its prime. Yeah, and I bet it's like 15 years away because of climate change. So, drink up. I'll bet on it with my life. I'm gonna bet on the guys. Oh, that, mic drop. I'm gonna bet on the guys that have the toilet paper. To be honest, but um, that's just me. Don't get me started on toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Yeah, we don't need to divulge into that. <laughs> Gasoline, toilet paper, or bullets? I think there was a there was like Mad Max for Road. One of the groups legitimately the bullet makers or something like that. So. Is toilet paper a big deal in that franchise? No, no, it's not. I was just saying that the the big deal okay. in the franchise <laughs> they is have bidets. The the big deal yeah. in the franchise. Well, no, they don't have water. They have dust. Oh, right. That's true. Again, I mean, we shouldn't have talked about this. The big deal in the Mad Max <laughs> franchise is anything that you need. So, like Mad Max Two, which is the one that really like went big in America and made that franchise big, was like they were in a compound that had gasoline, and then all the other fucking tribes are trying to attack it to get gasoline because that's how they need to move around. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, in Fury Road, it's like the different, there's different, like there's the big compound, but then there's the guys that are making ammunition and then the guys that are fucking, you know, producing gasoline and stuff like that. So it's all the necessities to make the post-apocalyptic world happen. And then there's a guy fucking playing guitar on the front of a truck too, randomly, which is awesome. So (laughs) where, (laughs) where does that guy get a tuner? Where does he get pedals? How does he get that many amps? Have we talked about this? How does he I have fire blow it blasting out the front of his guitar when gasoline is a like precious commodity? <laughs> Intimidation. Yeah. <laughs> it's Trump twenty twenty. Uh in in Dude, If form. this doesn't scream quarantine podcast, I don't know what that is. <laughs> I am going the last twenty minutes crazy. is gold. Again, and this is just the first one. Like we don't know what it's gonna be like in like an, a week when we do this again. It's gonna be like 
Well, we've run through all the sports already. <laughs> My beard well, will already have grown like to David's level. <laughs> and just like, yeah, just quarantine. Uh, follicles just picked up on that. I don't know. <laughs> And that's the worst thing is protection. that like, I, I, I finally look normal now because I, I everyone's in quarantine and doesn't have anything. So I just look like someone who's been in quarantine, <laughs> even though this has been my look for about four years now. <laughs> You're ahead of the curve, David. You're yeah. ahead of the curve. I was just preparing for COVID-19 like four years ago. You look like you've been making napalm in your basement for four years. <laughs> I can neither confirm, so nor, I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> Simple ingredients will tell you no. All right. Uh, God. All right. We probably need to like end the pod before Shay incriminates himself anymore. I don't have a basement. I just have this apartment and my bobbleheads again. I can't stress it enough. I, yeah. uh, social interaction. This is great. Look, this, this podcast was brought to you by the Larry, Board, Larry Bird bobblehead that Shay is both disturbed by and attracted to at the same time. I don't know if you guys can still see me, but... Here he oh, is. Yeah. It's Larry. He's not attractive. <laughs> I like it. Here yeah. you go. I'll give I'll give you some solace here. From the other coast. Oh, what a oh that is beautiful. Oh my god. I need to get my hands on that. So that is a one of those gorgeous somehow. Problem. I'll find it on eBay. <laughs> They're out there. <laughs> was that one like a stadium one or one of those like promotional ones at like a store? Yeah, it was an AT&T store one, yeah. yeah. I, I also had to go the route of eBay because I didn't want to wait four hours in a line. So, uh, There's also a, uh, I don't know if Vince knows this or you know this, David, but there is a BioFreeze stadium giveaway Damian Lillard bobblehead out there on eBay. There's plenty of them, but there are some cheap ones, so keep your eye out for that. Bro. Do you have it? God yeah. damn it. Look at that. Oh, he I also I also actually have that bobblehead because Vince had that in my box of goodies. I think, yeah, it's in oh, America. Right. It's in America. Oh, I have to buy one now to complete the Holy Triumvirate. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that was that, that is that is an America with Andrea at the party, moment. Uh, had, yeah. yeah, yeah, Andrea stole the Phil Knight one from a party for me, and then you gave it to me. Is that how incriminating that... evidence? I think it's just. It <laughs> <laughs> same with the same with the one that's the Shay Theodore one that I just fucking colored in the beard and made it Shay. So yeah, I'm gonna have to break those out of storage because I'm need a whole. I'm like honestly offended that it's not out. Bob- here soon. <laughs> It'll happen. <laughs> Next podcast, it will be here. I will just be a human bobblehead at that point. Yeah, we'll just have the video of just Shay just <laughs> just sitting there bobbing away. We're all bubbling our heads on an audio medium, which is just ridiculous. <laughs> Not audio to us, guys. <laughs> yeah, look, we're living it. You're just listening to it. But um, I think we've just about tapped out because Shay's going to incriminate himself to whatever authorities are still left running um, in the post-apocalypse soon. So <laughs> we'll, we'll tap it out for this one. Um, I'm sure since we're all going to be in quarantine soon, if not already, uh, we'll be back next week. But... Um, good yep. times. It was good to do one with all three of us on for the first time. Um, technology worked for us pretty well in the end. So we got to do this more, not to be that guy. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Let's go thoroughly. for a hike tomorrow, guys. I mean, <laughs> come on. <laughs> I miss your smell. Uh, yeah. No, we actually do because I am yep. losing my mind. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. Well, for Shay Sanity, we'll be back soon. But 
Uh, until next time, we'll stay sports Beers. <laughs> Beers. <laughs>